ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد So now then, moving on from the topics we've been discussing regarding a dua, there is a chapter here where the sheikh, he talks about the times when the dua is more likely to be answered. And he goes into a bit more detail regarding that. So he says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلْ لَمَّا شَرَعَ لِعِبَادِهِ الدُّعَى وَرَغَّبَهُمْ فِيهِ وَحَثَّهُمْ عَلَيْهِ وَوَعَدَهُمْ عَلَيْهِ الْإِجَابَةَ تَفَضُّلًا مِنْهُ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَكَرُّمًا هَيَّأَ لَهُمْ عَذَلِكَ أَمْكِنَةً فَاضِلَةً وَأَزْمِنَةً فَاضِلَةً so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has encouraged us to make dua. Allah has given us a lot of encouragement. As we've seen in the texts we've been going through, there is a lot of encouragement to make dua, to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with our needs. And Allah has made for us certain times certain times and places where the dua is more likely to be answered. وَمِنَ الْأَوْقَاتِ الْفَاضِلَةِ الَّتِي يَحْسُنُ بِالْمُسْلِمِ أَنْ يَتَحَرَّى دُعَاءَ اللَّهِ فِيهَا وَقْتُ السَّحَرِ وَحِينَ يَبَقَى ثُلُثُ اللَّيْلِ الْأَخِيرِ so one of those times then, when a servant should focus on trying to make dua, is waqtu sahar. That is the time just before fajr, in the last third of the night. Waqtu sahar, in the dark part of the night, in the last third of the night. That is one of the times. One of the evidences for that is in Surah Ali Imran, ayah number 17. وَالْمُسْتَغْفِرِينَ بِالْأَسْحَارِ Those who seek forgiveness at the Ashar, that is the last part of the night, the last section before Fajr. In Adhariyat, ayah number 18, وَبِالْأَسْحَارِ هُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ That they are seeking forgiveness at the time of the Sahar. In another narration in the Sunnah, in a hadith which is mutawatir, 
yanzilu rabbuna tabaraka ta'ala kulla laylatin ila sama'id dunya hina yabqa thuluthul laylil akhir that Allah descends to the lowest heaven when the last third of the night remains ويقول, and he says من يدعوني فأستجيب له Who will call upon me and I will answer him من يسألني فأعطيه Who is asking me and I will give it to him من يستغفرني فأغفر له Who is seeking my forgiveness and I will forgive them وهذا الحديث العظيم يدل على شرف هذا الوقت عند الله وعظم شأنه عنده So this hadith it indicates that the last third of the night is a tremendous time with Allah It is a great and tremendous time the last third of the night وَأَنَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ لِكَمَالِ إِحْسَانِهِ وَتَمَامِ لُطْفِهِ يَنْزِلُ فِي ذَلِكَ الْوَقْتِ هُوَ سُبْحَانَهُ بِنَفْسِهِ إِلَى سَمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا نُزُولًا حَقِيقِيًّا يَلِيقُ بِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends in that last third of the night. In reality, as is befitting of his majesty, he himself descends. And he descends in a manner that is befitting of his majesty. It is not in any way comparable to anything in creation. فالحديث دليل على فضل هذا الوقت المبارك so this hadith, it is an evidence regarding the tremendous virtues and barakah of this particular time. And أَنَّهُ أَفْضَلُ أَوْقَاتِ الدُّعَاءِ and that it is from the best of the times to make dua and to seek forgiveness. وَالْإِقْبَالِ عَلَى اللَّهِ بِالسُّؤَالِ And to turn to Allah in questioning, in dua. وَأَنَّ الدُّعَاءَ فِي ذَلِكَ الْوَقْتِ مُسْتَجَابِ And that the dua at that time it is answered. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullahu ta'ala said, وَالنَّاسُ فِي آخِرِ اللَّيْلِ يَكُونُ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مِنَ التَّوَجُّهِ وَالتَّقَرُّبِ وَالرِّقَّةِ مَا لَا يُوجَدْ فِي غَيْرِ ذَلِكَ الْوَقْتِ وَهَذَا مُنَاسِبٌ لِنُزُولِهِ إِلَى سَمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا وَقَوْلُهُ هَلْ مِنْ دَاعٍ هَلْ مِنْ سَائِلٍ هَلْ مِنْ تَائِبٍ that the people in the last third of the night, their hearts are soft and are more focused in turning to Allah. 
and in their closeness to Allah more than any other time. The last third of the night, that gentleness you find in your heart and the closeness to Allah and the returning back to Allah, you find that more than any other time in your hearts. And so that is a suitable thing, a suitable state for you to be in, in asking and calling upon Allah. And that is why Allah says, is there anybody calling upon me, anybody asking me, anybody repenting? So that is the first time, the last third of the night. The second time when it is also mustahab to make dua is من الأوقات الفاضلة التي يستجاب فيها الدعاء الساعة التي في يوم الجمعة. There is a time on the day of Friday. A time on the day of Friday, there is a slot on Friday where the dua is answered. It is mentioned in Al-Bukhari and Muslim from the hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam dhakara yawm al-jumu'ati faqal that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned the day of friday and then said fihi sa'atun la yuwafiquha abdun muslimun qa'imun yusalli yas'alullaha ta'ala shay'an illa a'tahu iyyah وَأَشَارَ بِيَدِهِ يُقَلِّلُهَا He mentioned, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that there is a time whereby a Muslim servant of Allah standing in prayer, making dua to Allah for anything except that Allah will give it to him. On Fridays, there is a slot, there is a time if a Muslim servant of Allah is standing in prayer making dua for whatever, then it will be given to him. But, اِخْتَلَفَ أَهْلُ الْعِلْمِ فِي تَعْيِينِ هَذِهِ السَّاعَةِ The people of knowledge differed over when that slot on a Friday is. عَلَىٰ أَقْوَالٍ عَدِيدَةٍ تُقَارِبُ الْأَرْبَعِينَ قَوْلًا There are almost 40 opinions, 4-0, 40 opinions of the scholars when that slot on Fridays is. But maybe the strongest of them, or from amongst the strongest of the statements of the scholars as to when that slot on a Friday is, one of the most strongest opinions is annaha and this we discussed before annaha min bayni julus al-imam ala al-minbar ila hin faraghihi min as-salah 
from the time the Imam on the Friday Jum'ah khutbah sits on the member up until he finishes <coughs> the prayer. From the time when he sits on the member up until when he finishes the prayer. You might think when are you supposed to do dua in that time though? When can you do dua? If he sits down on the member that means the adhan is now happening. When the adhan happens, khutbah is happening. When the khutbah finishes, prayer is happening. When he finishes the prayer, the slot is finished. So when are you going to make dua? Whilst you're in the prayer. That's what the narration even said before. A servant standing in prayer asking Allah, he will be given. So based upon that wording, some of the scholars believe it is during the khutbah, the prayer itself. So in the prayer, you'll be making dua. In the Jum'ah prayer, you'll be making dua. So that, the scholars believe, is the slot itself. During that blessed time, during the khutbah occurring, of course then, you do not talk or make dua. But maybe the imam makes some dua during the khutbah. And then on top of that, afterwards, in the prayer you make dua. And it's the prayer that is the key there. And there is a narration. وَحُجَّةُ هَذَا الْقَوْلِ حَدِيثُ أَبِي بُرْدَةِ ابن أبي موسى الأشعري أن عبد الله ابن عمر قال له عبد الله ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما said أسمعت أباك يحدث عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في شأن ساعة الجمعة شيئا He said to him Did you hear your father ever mention what the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said about this time slot on Fridays did you ever hear your father ever mention anything about when this time slot is? Did he ever mention anything from the Prophet ﷺ about when it is? He said, yes. I heard him say, that I heard the messenger say, Sahih Muslim. He said, yes, I did hear my father say that the Prophet said, it is from the time the Imam sits down on the member up until when he finishes the khutbah. So that is a strong evidence for that opinion that this time zone on the Friday where the dua is answered is from the time the Imam sits down up until the end of the prayer. So the main opportunity for dua is in the Jum'ah prayer. In the Jum'ah prayer itself. So that is an opportunity that should not be missed. We know generally in the prayer you should make dua. Generally in any prayer you make dua. In the sujood you make dua. أَقْرَبُ مَا يَكُونُ الْعَبْدُ مِنْ رَبِّهِ وَهُوَ سَاجِدُ The closest a servant is to his Lord is when he is in Sujood, so generally any prayer you should be making dua. But according to this opinion, the Jum'ah prayer, definitely you should take that opportunity in making dua. In the Jum'ah prayer, in the sujood, at the end, in the final sitting before the salam is done, take the opportunities for dua there. The second opinion, another strong opinion about when this time zone is on a Friday, 
أنها بعد العصر إلى غروب الشمس. That it is after the Asr prayer, after Asr up until sunset. So that last part of the day. After Asr up until sunset. After Asr up until sunset. ومن أدلة هذا القول ما رواه أحمد وابن ماجه في سنانه عن عبد الله بن سلام قال قلت ورسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم جالس عبد الله بن سلام says that I said whilst the Prophet ﷺ was sitting there too إنا لنجد في كتاب الله يعني التوراة في يوم الجمعة ساعة لا يوافقها عبد مؤمن يصلي يسأل الله عز وجل شيئا إلا قضى الله له حاجته قال عبد الله فأشار إلي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أو بعض ساعة قلت صدقت يا رسول الله أو بعض ساعة قلت أي ساعة هي؟ قال هي آخر ساعة من ساعات النهار قلت إنها ليست ساعة صلاة قال بلى إن العبد المؤمن إذا صلى ثم جلس لا يجلسه إلا الصلاة فهو في صلاة So in this second opinion they say it's the final time after Asr up until Maghrib That final time zone there What's the evidence? They say in this narration, Abdullah ibn Salam was sitting with the Prophet ﷺ and he said, that indeed we find in the book of Allah, and he was talking about the Torah. He said, we find in the Torah that it mentions that there is not a believing servant who prays and asks Allah for anything in a time zone on Friday, an hour on Friday, Except that Allah will answer that for him. He says, sitting with the Prophet ﷺ, that we've seen in the Torah. It says about this hour, this time zone on Friday where the dua is answered. So the Prophet ﷺ said to him, what part of an hour? Meaning it doesn't have to be one hour exactly. It's a time zone, less, more. Then he says to the Prophet ﷺ, when is it? When is that time then? When is that period on the Friday when the dua is answered? So the Prophet ﷺ said to him, آخر ساعة من ساعات النهار The last hour from the hours of the day, meaning the final hour before sunset. But then he says to the Prophet ﷺ, but that isn't a time of prayer. Because the other narration had said, a believing Servant of Allah in prayer asking Allah it gets answered. He says but the last hour before Maghrib isn't any prayer. In fact it's one of the prohibited times. He says so how can we be praying at that time and making dua? The Prophet ﷺ said that إِنَّ الْعَبْدَ الْمُؤْمِنَ إِذَا صَلَّى ثُمَّ جَلَسَ لَا يُجْلِسُهُ إِلَّا الصَّلَى فَهُوَ فِي صَلَةِ That if you pray and then sit down and nothing makes you sit down except the prayer. You are now sitting down waiting for the next prayer. You've just prayed, given salam, so you're now sitting down after the previous prayer. You are sitting down due to the prayers. 
then in that time span, you are considered to be in prayer. You are sitting down after the prayer, waiting for the next prayer, that sitting down slot, that time when you are sitting down, you are considered in prayer. So you could be making dua there, and that counts according to the narration. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullahu ta'ala, he takes the opinion of this second one, that it's the final hour or so of the Friday before Maghrib. Al-Hafiz ibn Hajar, he also takes, or he says, that these two narrations are the strongest. That it's either at the time of Jum'ah itself, or in the last hour or so before Maghrib. These are the two strongest opinions as to when that time is on a Friday, when the believing servant in prayer makes dua and it is answered. The second reference is Al-Musnad, the Musnad of Al-Imam Ahmad 5451. Also, Sunan Ibn Majah, number 1139. They are the two references for that narration. Musnad of Al-Imam Ahmad 5451, volume 5, page 451. And Ibn Majah, hadith number 1139. The first hadith, that was in Sahih Muslim, hadith number 853. So these two are the strongest opinions about when that time is on a Friday. Now, we've seen two times where the dua is most likely to be answered. The first was, last third of the night the last part of the night just before Fajr right and the second one was two opinions about which day Friday that was the second one the third time when the dua is very likely to be answered is the month of Ramadan the whole month of Ramadan is considered a virtuous time for your dua to be answered as well. Especially the last ten. The last ten generally. And then especially Laylatul Qadr. So Ramadan as a whole, virtuous time. More likely your dua is answered. Last ten even more virtuous, more likely your dua will be answered. Laylatul Qadr, even more. وَقَدْ ثَبَتَ فِي التِّرْمِذِ وَغَيْرِهِ عَنْ أُمِّ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ عَائِشَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا قَالَتْ قُلْتُ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ أَرَأَيْتَ إِنْ عَلِمْتُ لَيْلَةَ الْقَدْرِ مَا أَقُولُ فِيهَا قَالَ قُولِي اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عني There is the hadith when Aisha رضي الله عنها She asked the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم 
that what if I know or I become aware Laylatul Qadr when it is? What, what dua should we make on Laylatul Qadr? So the Prophet told us, say, Allahumma innaka afuan tuhibbu al-afwa fa'afu anni. Allah, you love to forgive and pardon. You are the one who forgives and pardons. You love to forgive and pardon, so forgive and pardon me. So, Ramadan as a whole, virtuous time for dua. Last ten, even more virtuous. Laylatul Qadr, even more virtuous. The fourth time when dua is more likely to be answered. So far, last third of the night, Friday, whichever part of Friday, the difference of opinion we mentioned, Ramadan, and then in particular, the last 10 of Ramadan, in particular, Laylatul Qadr, the fourth time now, the fourth time when dua is more likely to be answered is something coming up very soon. More specifically, Yom Arafah. The day of Arafah, is another day when the dua is more likely to be answered. The day of Arafah, which is going to be not this Monday, next Monday. So in nine days. Tomorrow is the first of the Hijjah. And then that means the day of Arafah will be Monday the, ninth, uh, Monday the 20th in the English calendar. And then 21st, Tuesday, Eid. So, the day of Arafah, that is a virtuous day. فَهُوَ يَوْمٌ فَاضِلٌ تُسْتَجَابُ فِيهِ الدَّعْوَاتُ وَتُغْفَرُ فِيهِ الزَّلَّاتُ وَتُكَفَّرُ فِيهِ الْخَطِيئَاتُ a great and tremendous day when the du'as are answered and forgiveness is given and the sins are expiated. It's mentioned in a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Sunan at-Tirmidhi 3585 3585 in at-Tirmidhi that the Prophet sallallahu said أَفْضَلُ الدُّعَاءُ دُعَاءُ يَوْمِ عَرَفَةِ The best dua is the dua on the day of Arafah. The best dua is the dua on the day of Arafah. We'll see it. وَأَفْضَلُ مَا قُلْتُهُ أَنَا وَالنَّبِيُّونَ مِنْ قَبْلِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير. So the best dua is the dua of the day of Arafah, and the best of what I have said and the prophets before me is لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وهو على كل شيء قدير. The day of Arafah is the fourth time. Of course, the people who are in Hajj, they have the virtue of being in Arafah, making the dua in Arafah. Those who are not, then still, there is a virtue for the day of Arafah. There are virtues for the non-Hajji people also. For example, the fasting of the day of Arafah for the people who are not in Hajj. يُكَفِّرُ السَّنَةَ الْمَاضِيَ وَالْبَاقِيَ 
expiates the sins of the previous year and the next year. So to make dua on that day, even if you are not in hajj, there is certainly something of benefit for the servant to do so. So that is the fourth one, the day of Arafah. The fifth time when the dua is answered. Or more likely to be answered or hoped for it to be answered more. من الأوقات التي يرجى فيها قبول الدعاء ما بين الأذان والإقامة. After the adhan has been done, up until the iqama is done, that time zone in between is a time for dua and it's more likely to be answered. It's a time for dua and it's more likely to be answered. Hadith of Anas ibn Malik, which is in the Musnad of Al-Imam Ahmad, or easier reference, Sunan al-Tirmadhi, hadith number 212. Sunan al-Tirmadhi, hadith number 212. And Sunan Abi Dawood, hadith number 521. Where the Prophet said, الدعاء لا يرد بين الأذان والإقامة فدعو دعاء is not rejected between the adhan and the iqama so make dua Shaykh al-Albani declared it authentic the Prophet said dua is not rejected between the adhan and the iqama so make dua so that was the fifth place so now the sixth place ومما ينبغي للمسلم أن يتحرى فيه الدعاء أدبار الصلوات المكتوبة. Another time then is at the end of the prayer. Many scholars they say the meaning of that is in the actual prayer when you're on the final sitting, because أدبار As-salah can have that meaning. It is possible for it to mean that. So scholars, they say when you're praying, when you're in the last sitting, right at the end before you give the salam, that's a chance to make dua. So that is mentioned here. And there is a hadith of Abu Umamah al-Bahiri radiyallahu anhu in At-Tirmidhi 3499. قيل يا رسول الله أي الدعاء أسمع It was said, O Messenger of Allah, which dua is more likely to be answered, heard and answered? قال جوف الليل الآخر He said the last third of the night, the last depths of the night. ودبر الصلوات المكتوبات And at the end of the obligatory prayers. But as we said, many scholars, they say the end of the obligatory prayers means in the prayer itself before the salam, right at the end. Not as some people think you give the salam and you have to make dua after every prayer. Yes, you can. You can make dua at the end of the prayer after the salam too, no problem. But the sunnah is in the prayer before you give the salam in that final sitting. وَأَوْصَى صَلَوَاتُ اللَّهِ وَسَلَامُهُ عَلَيْهِ مُعَاذِبًا جَبَلْ أَنْ يَقُولَ فِي دُبَرِ كُلِّ صَلَاةٍ Then, there are certain types of general supplications that are done 
after the end of the salam. There are certain types of general supplications which can also be called dua that are done after the salam. For example, the hadith of Mu'adh ibn Jabal where the Prophet told him uh, never to leave off saying Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatika. So these narrations are talking about the ends of the obligatory prayers. Some scholars like Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, they say that means at the end of the final sitting before the final salam. But other scholars, they may say no, the end of the prayer means after the salam. So you may get some opinions like that. And that's why maybe a lot of people do the dua after the prayers every time. But... Uh, the opinion of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah is that it means before the salam. At the ends of the obligatory prayers, before the salam. So, how many places was that? Six. Six places. The prayer is generally one of the times. In the sujood, you're going to make dua. At the end, as we just mentioned, you're going to make dua. The prayer generally is a time of dua as well. Then... What we also need to know now is, now that you know the times that it's more suitable to make the dua, the next topic here is, what state should you be in when making dua? What state should you be in when making dua? So, one we just mentioned now, the obvious one, in the state of... Salah, making dua when you are in the state of salah, which means you're going to be in the state of purification. You're going to be upon purification, upon wudu, in the salah. That situation, making dua in the prayer, that's one of the good situations, one of the good states to be making dua in. In the actual prayer, when you're praying, you're doing the salah, especially it's going to be, like we said, in the, in the sujood, and at the end, in the final sitting, so there are those opportunities to make dua. And the hadith is famous, we mentioned it before, the closest a person is to his Lord is when he is in prostration, and the Prophet did add on to that, فَأَكْثِرُ dua. The closest a person is to his Lord is when he is in prostration, so make lots of dua. That's what the Prophet said in the hadith. The closest you are to your Lord is when you are in prostration, so make lots of dua then. When you are in prostration. There's another hadith in Muslim where Ibn Abbas mentioned that the Prophet said, أَلَا إِنِّي نُهِيتُ أَنْ أَقْرَأَ الْقُرْآنَ رَاكِعًا أَوْ فَأَمَّا الرُّكُوعُ فَعَظِّمُوا فِيهِ الرَّبَّ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَأَمَّا السُّجُودُ فَاجْتَهِدُوا فِي الدُّعَاءِ فَقَامِنُوا أَنْ يُسْتَجَابَ لَكُمْ That I've been prohibited from reciting the Qur'an in the ruku' and in the sujood. As for the ruku' you do the ta'zim of Allah سُبْحَانَ رَبِّيَ الْعَظِيمِ as for the prostration, فَاجْتَهِدُوا فِي الدُّعَاءِ Strive in making dua, the Prophet ﷺ said. فَقَامِنُونَ أَنْ يُسْتَجَابَ لَكُمْ It's very likely you may be answered. 
So prayer is generally one of the good states for a Muslim to be making the dua in. Also, in the state of Tahara, generally in the prayer, you're in that state as well anyway. Another worship. In another fasting. In the state of fasting. When you are fasting, that is another state where there is more likelihood for your dua to be answered. There is a hadith mentioned in the Sunan Al-Kubra, Sunan Al-Kubra of Al-Bayhaqi, authenticated by Sheikh Al-Albani. Three duas are never rejected. Three duas are not rejected. Da'watul Walid, the dua of a father to his children. Da'watul Sa'im, the dua of a person fasting. Wada'watul Musafir, which we'll get to, the traveler. So the fasting one is one of them. So in, huh? what sorry? Reference that one in Al-Bayhaqi, Sunan Al-Kubra of Al-Bayhaqi, uh, volume 3, 345. Sunan Al-Kubra of Al-Bayhaqi, volume 3, hadith number 345. Three du'as are not rejected, the du'a of the father, the du'a of the fasting one, and the du'a of the traveler. So we have a, prayer, a person in prayer, a person in fasting, a person in number three state. Travel we'll get to in a minute. There's another one, another worship. Hajj. When a person is in ihram, then that is another state where your dua is more likely to be answered. كَذَلِكَ عِنْدَمَا يَكُونُ الْمُسْلِمُ مُتَلَبِّسًا بِإِحْرَامِهِ قَاصِدًا بَيْتَ رَبِّهِ يُرِيدُ الْحَجَّ أَوَ الْعُمْرَ فَإِنَّ هَذَا مِنْ أَسْبَابِ إِجَابَةِ الدُّعَاءِ so that is another time where the dua is most likely to be answered when you're in ihram going to hajj. And the best time in all of that is, we already mentioned, arafah. The best time in all of that is arafah. Also, from the times of the states where a person is more likely to have his dua answered is the one that we mentioned there at the end now, the traveler too. So in the state of prayer, in the state of fasting, in the state of ihram, and in the state of traveling. Then there are a few types of people, types of people in certain situations whose dua is more likely to be answered. One of those is the oppressed person. Somebody who has been oppressed, then that individual, it is more likely his dua will be answered. And that is because of the hadith. When Mu'adh ibn Jabal was sent to Yemen, he was told, وَاتَّقِي دَعْوَةَ الْمَظْلُومِ فَإِنَّهُ لَيْسَ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَ اللَّهِ حِجَابٌ the fearful, precautious of the dua of the oppressed one. For indeed there is no veil between the dua of the oppressed one and Allah. 
even if the oppressed one was a kafir, even if that oppressed one was a kafir. So in the state of oppression, when you've been oppressed, then that is a time when the dua is most likely to be answered also. Another type of situation is when a person makes dua secretly for one of his Muslim brothers. A dua you make in secret for someone, you're making dua for your brother, you're making dua for somebody, without telling them, they don't know, you're just secretly making dua for them, that is likely to be answered. دلت السنة أن دعوة المسلم لأخيه المسلم بظهر الغيب لا ترد ففي صحيح مسلم عن أم الدرداء رضي الله عنها أنها قالت لصفوان أتريد الحج العام قال فقلت نعم قالت فدعوا الله لنا بخير فإن النبي صلى كان يقول دعوة المرء المسلم لأخيه بظهر الغيب مستجابة عند رأسه ملك كلما دعا لأخيه بخير قال الملك الموكل به آمن ولك بالمثل بمثل سو it's mentioned about when you make dua on behalf of your brother, you make dua on behalf of a Muslim in their absence, not in their presence, you make dua on behalf of them, you make dua for them, then this is likely to be answered because it mentions there is an angel who then replies to you when you're making dua for one of your brothers, that ameen may be answered and may you get the same too. You're with your sincerity making dua for some other person and the angels they say Ameen to that and they say may you get the same too even though you're not making it for yourself you're making the dua for your brother but from that sincerity the angels they make dua for you may you get it as well then they make the dua for you to have it too so that is another type of situation where the dua is more likely to be answered when a person is making the dua for his brothers and then the angels, they make that dua for you too. Generally, you can say, كُلَّمَا كَانَ الْعَبْدُ قَرِيبًا مِنَ اللَّهِ مُطِيعًا لَهُ مُحَافِظًا عَلَىٰ أَوَامِرِهِ كَانَ حَرِّيًّا بِالْإِجَابَةِ وَالْقَبُولِ فِي دَعَوَاتِهِ وَمَنَاجَاتِهِ لِرَبِّهِ The more obedient a person is, the more obedient a person is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the more likely your dua is to be answered. And there is a hadith, وَمَا تَقَرَّبَ إِلَيَّ عَبْدِي بِشَيْءٍ أَحَبُّ إِلَيَّ مِمَّ افْتَرَضْتُهُ عَلَيْهِ That a person does not gain closeness to me with anything more than the things that I have obligated. وَمَا يَزَالُ عَبْدِي يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ بِالنَّوَافِلْ حَتَّى أُحِبَّ And my servant continues to gain closeness to me with the supererogatory until I love him. And then in the end it mentions regarding this, وَإِنْ سَأَلَنِي لَأُعْطِيَنَّ That type of obedient person, when he asks me, I give it to him. So, the one who is obedient... Then, or the more obedience, then that person is more likely to be answered to. Another situation is the situation of being in distress. When a person is in distress, when a person is in difficulty, al-muttar, as it mentions, أَمَّنْ يُجِيبُ الْمُطَّرَّ إِذَا دَعَاهُ وَيَكْشِفُ Who is the one, in Surah Naml 62, who is the one that answers the dua of the 
the stricken one, the one who is in difficulty and no way out, he is struggling in difficulty, who is the one who's going to answer the dua of that person who is stuck and remove the harm from him? And that is certainly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sick, ill, possibly. Muttar, the one who is in that extreme difficulty is unable to get out of it. But sickness is mentioned separately anyway as well. You do get uh, narrations talking about the ill person. In fact, here he mentions da'watu dhinnun. That is the, uh, the, when he was in the well. The, but the mentioning of the person who is ill, a person who is ill, then that is a time or a situation where your dua is answered to. There's a, a narration from the Salaf when Tawus went to visit someone and that person said to him, make dua for me. That person was ill. Tawus said to him, make dua for yourself. You're ill right now. You make dua for yourself. Meaning it's a time where it's likely to be answered. So when he visited the ill person, the ill person said to him, make dua for me. He said, make dua for yourself. Make it for yourself now. You're ill. You have this opportunity as well in the illness more likely to be answered. So that is another situation that could be mentioned. The next sections, they talk about how to make sure that a person remains within the boundaries of making legitimate dua and not falling into innovation when making dua. And in particular, he talks about the graves. Not to start believing that you should go to the graves and making dua at the graves of the deceased, but that you make dua purely and sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have all of these Sufis sending out messages saying go to the graves of the awliya and make dua there and ask them for intercession and ask them to take your dua to Allah for you. They send all these messages out and that's what they encourage their people to do. This is all the innovation and misguidance that people have fallen into even on the TV channels now. When the the big imam is sat there and they have these charity fundraisers so people give a hundred pounds and they say oh imam make the dua for me so on the live tv channel the imam makes a dua for this person then the next person gives money in and says i need dua for my child or something the imam makes the dua for the child next person sends money i need problems in my house and make dua for me. imam makes dua for them so they make thousands and thousands of pounds and they do this dua dua to everybody so the person needs to be careful to make sure that they are following the sunnah in every aspect, including in making the dua. Any questions up to there? Heavy mm. rainfall, Allahu alam. Mm-hmm. Okay. The narration, bring us the narration then next week. If somebody can bring us the narration, we'll add that on as well. Bring us the hadith about the rainfall. Anything else? Absolutely authentic. Authentic.
authentic narration. So you should fast on the day of Arafah. In fact, all of these 10 days, you can generally fast. These 10 days or 9 days of the Hijjah, you can generally fast. It's good. These are the best 10 days of the year. These are the best 10 days of the year. The best 10 nights of the year are the last 10 of Ramadan. The best 10 days of the year, daytime, these 10 days now to eat from tomorrow. So fasting in them, generally you can do so. And Arafah especially. Anything else? Next week be, uh, be aware that the class will have to be postponed. There is another conference in Cardiff this time. Cardiff, uh, there's going to be a weekend conference. So next Saturday we will have to postpone this class. It will resume the weekend after Eid. Eid's going to be on a Tuesday. Then the next Saturday after that, inshallah, we'll come back. A child's du'as, that's good, it's no problem, a child make du'a, inshallah ta'ala, it can be answered too, but there's nothing particular of it. A person afflicted with sihr, is this person's du'a accepted? Why not? If he's been afflicted by sihr, he should make du'a, make lots of du'a. Mutarris, huh? no doubt, the person in that difficulty, in that uh, being stuck in that position, Somebody's had magic done to them, they should do lots of du'a. All these things we've been talking about today, do all of them. Use all those opportunities, all those times and make du'a and ask Allah to give you relief from what has happened. Magic. Yeah. If magic's been done to them, make du'a and ask Allah to relieve you of that. This was a homework, I'm sure we did it once. It was a long time ago, somebody asked this and we said, do it, find it, research, I, I don't know. Uh, anybody find the answer? I don't know, I don't know any validity of doing recitations or anything, I don't know any validity. If anybody has any validity, then find us something and bring it. I don't know of any proof for doing those things. Generally, the narrations for any house, reading Al-Baqarah, that's any house. But new house, specific du'as and things, Allah All this stuff, I don't know any proof of any of this stuff. Uh, this is to, they say, to put barakah in the house, but where's the proof? I don't know, Allah Alam. Anybody has any proof, bring it. I don't know anything for that. Uh, uh. It's not something you should take as a habit. You shouldn't go around always make dua for me, make dua for me. But it is allowed, it is allowed. Somebody righteous, somebody pious, you say to them, make dua for me, it is allowed. No, no. You sit down yourself, read Al-Baqarah every night as it says, khalas. Calling somebody to read the Quran. I remember I told you the story a couple of weeks ago. When they were sat there in the, doing all this, to check if, they, if the house is safe. This is before they make the offer for the house. To check if it is a gin-free zone. These things... No, if you live far from the mosque, from the Salafi mosque, that doesn't mean you should completely miss it and just go to your local one. Make every effort to come here when you have free time in the evenings. Yeah, five, ten minute drive is nothing. If you live on the other side of Bolton somewhere, ten minute drive, fifteen minute drive, you can come. Come to the masjid. You cannot drive. I mean, you cannot drive. Ah. But 